Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. It's now the end of August, and we're about ready to turn the last page of August into the month of September. This week, we're back in Studio B of the Tabletop Journal Studios right here in Baltimore, Maryland, on the East Coast of America. This episode, it's episode number 90 of Seat Yourself, and is published on the week of August 31st, 2020. This episode will run a little shorter and be a little bit more special than it usually does, and we're anticipating that it's going to run approximately 15 to 18 minutes or so. And for today's episode, I'll be taking on a topic that I know many of us in the hospitality and food service industry are dealing with since the arrival of the COVID pandemic earlier this year. With many of the furloughs now turning into more permanent layoffs, the realities of this industry contraction are being extended. And now we're being felt more and on deeper levels than we had previously hoped would ever be happening. From my conversations with friends throughout our industry, I know that some of us are struggling not only with the financial challenges, but also with the challenges of identity and of purpose. And so in today's episode, I thought I would try to address some of those challenges because many of us continue to put up solid fronts, but as the weeks click by and our industry, while showing some signs of a comeback, is still a long, long way from where it was pre-COVID. And further, the permanent tabletop category continues to suffer and will likely be coming back later in the comeback cycle of an already fast and changing food service and hospitality world. But before we get to all that, I want to take a minute to recognize two losses our industry has had recently. First of all, I want to recognize that we've lost Max Dudson. All who knew Max knew he was always a friend with a ready smile and a true potter with clay running throughout his veins. My sense in knowing Max was that there was nothing he would rather talk to you about than the pottery world, and he always did it with a great smile. As CEO of the family business, Max made sure that Dudson China continued to making world-class products and selling them in world-class ways. The pottery world was better off with Max Dudson in it. And then, word reached us that we've also lost Bill Picken, who for many years worked as a top Chinaware sales executive on his own as a rep and as a sales executive for the Homer Lachlan China Company. I'll always remember my conversations with Bill and our discussions on the quality of Made in America and how proud that made him to represent that level of product, especially to his ever-appreciative customers. Bill Pickin will always be remembered as a great Chinaware salesperson and a good man. Unfortunately, in these COVID times when losses happen, either in our personal or our professional lives, we hardly have time to acknowledge and to share our grief. That's why I wanted to make mention of both Max and Bill here today. They both leave large footprints on our industry. Our condolences go out to both their families. Strange times, these COVID times. And with all that, let's begin today's episode. In a generation where the world has gotten much, much smaller, and along with that much, much faster, and where our ability to work globally with ease has increased since the dawn of the internet, many of us have continued to pour more and more of ourselves into our professional lives. Increasingly, more and more of our self-esteem and more of our self-worth has come from those professional lives, and where the size of our paycheck and the title on our business card has become more important 
than the quality of our character. Many of us have learned to define ourselves by our professional lives rather than what lies in our bodies, our mind, and our spirit. And then, all of a sudden, something comes along that destroys that definition of who we are. Overnight, our identity has been ripped away from us, and there we stand, figuratively naked in terms of who we are. We may for a while think that, quote-unquote, this will be over soon, and our identity will return. But what if it doesn't? We've spent years, and in some cases decades, being the person everyone has expected us to be. And it said so, right there on my business card. My identity was reinforced every payday when my bank account was refilled because of my professional identity. But now, through no fault of my own, overnight, it all comes to a stop. Now what? For many of us, we may seem lost, stuck in a very unfamiliar place, and without any sense of purpose, or maybe even without any sense of identity. The effects can be both psychological and physiological, not to mention economic. And for most of us, identity is a tricky thing. We barely think of it until it's suddenly gone. In our industry, like most, passion and experience are major components for success. That sudden loss of identity from no longer having a title and perhaps a paycheck can be very similar to the loss felt during the bereavement of unexpectedly losing a close family member or a friend. Byproducts of this type of loss can often be depression or post-traumatic stress, or simply a feeling of just being stuck in place. We know that many in our industry, both here and around the world, are going through various stages of that loss of identity now. Again, through no fault of their own. After all, if I've been defining myself wholly by my job or my position, even the simplest of things, like structuring my day, can seem nearly impossible for me to do. The grieving is not a linear process either. There are good days and there are bad. It comes and it goes. And when it comes, it eats up all our energy. Moving beyond that can be very, very tough. But since I'm a believer that the physiological is connected to the psychological, for me, moving physically helps. Maybe it's those endorphin things that happen. And while being way above my pay grade, by the way, endorphins evidently are powerful chemicals in your brain that energize your spirits and make you feel good. Who doesn't like to feel good? And physical movement, exercising, for instance, is a great way to release those positive endorphins. And at a minimum, for someone coping with the grief from a major loss, exercise can be a distraction and help prevent depression by interrupting those cycles of negative thoughts. So, whatever you are feeling, there can be no question that the grief and the loss being felt throughout our industry right now is more than real. The question now is, what can we do about it? We're going to take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about what happens when our industry does come back because I have no doubt that the food service and hospitality industry is one of, if not the most creative and most resilient industries of all. So it will come back. We'll be right back and we'll talk more about that and what we can do about our feeling of loss and grief right after this quick message. This episode of Seat Yourself is sponsored in part by the Edward Don and Company. Everything but the food for nearly a hundred years. And if you have not yet signed up for Tabletop Journal's bi-monthly newsletter, now would be a great time to do so. Go to tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. It's a quick and easy sign up. 
and a great way to stay on top of all the important going-ons in the world of hospitality tabletop. That's tabletopjournalnewsletter.com. Now, back to our podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode of Seat Yourself. Now, before we took our break, I mentioned I would talk about what might happen when our industry does come back. After all, many of you have heard me speak about a comeback that might even already be underway. Even if the comeback happens, just as we say it will, and even if my job does come back, same title, same financial rewards, we all must remember that our world has changed. Part of regaining our identity is coming to grips with that change and with the idea that we are never going to go back to the way things were. Our industry absolutely will recover. Remember, we're all hardwired for connection, and that connection usually happens best over great food and great beverage. But remember, our wonderful hospitality world will never be like it was prior to COVID. And right now, even as we speak, there is tremendous contraction underway. And the eventual growth that will happen, I believe, will both look and feel very different than what we've known in the past. So, for those of us who may have lost our way a bit, we must begin plotting our course for making sure we regain our identity and our sense of purpose. A first step in regaining our identity is a bit of self-reflection. We've talked before about self-care and self-reflection here on Seat Yourself and just how critical those two are to helping us maintain great mental health. And at a time when we seemingly have lost our way and our sense of purpose, it's important to remember that we are still the same person, the same person with those same skills, those same abilities, and those same positives that helped us be successful in our professional world before it suddenly ended. Self-reflection can be a great help to us in realizing both our strengths and weaknesses and our likes and dislikes. An important thing to remember in the self-reflection process is that we're not the same person we were in our 20s or our 30s or even our 40s. We have been constantly evolving and growing. And rebuilding our self-identity can come slowly through an awareness of the changes that have been occurring throughout our lives, all while we were being passionate about our day-to-day jobs. By considering the who we are now versus the who we used to be, or were automatically when we were a manager of this or a vice president of that, we may start to realize that this can be a great time of opportunity. And yes, it's true that none of us are perfect. We all have warts. We all have made missteps, things that we might not be quite so proud of. But we also have done many good things. The remembrance of those good things are what we want to use as the beginning foundation of our new identity building process. And here, I want to say it's perfectly fine to seek help in identifying those many good things that we all have deep inside ourselves. By surrounding ourselves with those who can view ourselves more objectively, we can often more quickly realize the goodness that we all have within. And yes, sometimes those objective voices can be trained professionals. And other times they can be simply those who care the most about us. Either way, the important part is that for each of us to understand that we are all works in process. Recently, we've talked about second chance careers and finding new purpose right here on See Yourself. And in a recent conversation that I know many of you loved, as did I, we had industry veteran Bob Thompson on, and his advice of get off the couch echo my own thoughts of keep moving. 
For me, it's very often the physiological drives that drives the psychological. Perhaps that's also true for you. And remember, often when we set out on these personal journeys of self-discovery, self-rediscovery, I should say, the destination is not initially very clear. And that's completely okay. That's where the periodic self-reflection comes in. Think of it as sort of a course correction, if you will. By self-reflecting and continually assessing and asking ourselves questions like, what are my values? Where do I belong? What should or can I contribute? Who do I want to be associated with? What kind of person do I want to be? And how do I want to be successful for the rest of my life? These are all good questions to be asking ourselves at each and every step along this repurposing journey. And by asking ourselves these questions and many more, the clarity on our individual journeys will begin to form. Management guru Peter Drucker once said, success should not simply be an absence of failure. He believed that as the world evolved from being manufacturing-driven to more knowledge-driven, we all would have to become more CEOs of ourselves. Drucker believed that knowledge workers will continue to work later in life and therefore will outlive their organizations. So, as the new CEO of ourselves, we should begin preparing ourselves for the contributions we want to make post-organizations. And there's some great news out there. In addition, in today's world, we have unprecedented opportunities for learning, allowing us to gain different skills and knowledge than perhaps our former careers had allowed. Pivoting and managing our purpose and our identity helps us become more in touch with who we truly are, warts and all, and to more fully appreciate all the possibilities and the goodness that lies within each of us. Today, I'd ask that you consider this. Is it just possible that at a time when our industry is struggling mightily, that this overwhelming feeling that we've all felt in some form or fashion since the rise of COVID is actually a great gift that has been given to so many of us? Could it be that this is a gift that is allowing us to truly find ourselves and to begin to contribute in ways and at a level with a refound sense of purpose that would have been difficult to imagine not so very long ago? Remember, as we pivot back to purpose, today is the perfect day to begin being more of that person you always wanted to be. I'm Dave Turner, and thanks for joining me today. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, please be sure to check out www.tabletopjournal.com.